Are you tired of spending all your extra money on buying your grandpa weird butt props? Well, we at PTP are more than happy to help you take your weird grandpa out of the equation by donating to our Patreon account. Help us help you. Find the link at our website, ptppodcast.com. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. And your favorite, Baby G. Yay! <laughs> Baby G in the hizzy. Hey, hello. I'm People con- say hizzy anymore? No. H- hizzle. I hizzle. think it's hizzle. Oh. It's hizzle. Hizzle. Hey, that's pretty close then. I didn't, You're I, not uh, that old, I Justin. Am, You're still pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> I'm yeah. one and hip with the children. <laughs> um, so I will say I'm a little concerned tonight for you uh, G boys that we've got the hockey game on in the background. It's muted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I feel like there's going to be some random cheering or booing going on. And, and as hey, we're m- professionals. As yeah. much as I love hockey, and I do, yeah. my back is to the screen. So I'm not getting the same enjoyment out of it, but at the same time, I think I'm probably the most distracted of all of us. Look at look at the reflection in our eyes, and you'll be able to watch the game that way. Peer so. into the darkness of my Neith- soul. That's neither right. of you are wearing glasses. Oh my god! See, I, I should have been sitting there. Hmm. Should have been. Should have been. Uh, I got a fun little uh, story to start the night off. Oh, I love fun. fun. Love stories. <laughs> well, then we're in good shape for tonight. <laughs> so it was uh announced uh, actually last Wednesday uh, by Business Insider that Starbucks is rolling out a, a, a new tool uh, meant to uh, stop customers from watching porn and viewing other explicit content in stores next year. Who's watching porn when they go get Starbucks coffee? <laughs> right! That's, like, that's a really big problem for how me. How dare they limit us? A, a, right? I thought Starbucks <laughs> customers were more, you know, like classy sophisticated yeah, yeah they're in there writing their novels yeah their it's screenplays i can't f- can you imagine like apparently watching porn in public like in a lot of like public wi-fi is like a huge deal you know we all watch porn it's fine can you imagine doing that in public though like because you can't there's no just uh there's no reward for it, you know what i mean like the the benefit of watching porn at home is you masturbate and you the finish and you exactly. splooge yeah, you splooge <laughs> and then you continue on with your day you can't do that like is it the thrill of i think maybe it, getting caught or it's the idea um the same excitement that people get like having sex in a public place oh, okay well, that that makes, okay it's yeah. just wrong right it's that very you, rebellious yeah like and they're gonna go home and finish later but it was the act of doing this in public that i think gets people off yeah so the coffee giant ha- has been under pressure to uh, block pornography for years as chains, uh, including McDonald's and Chick-fil-A in the States, have set up content filters on public Wi-Fi. The internet uh, safety organization Enough is Enough slammed Starbucks earlier this week over its lack of action on the issue despite a 216 commitment to block explicit content. So they do ban it, but they don't have anything actually like physically set up on their network to filter it out right um and that's what they're hoping to uh, to kind of change i think best practice for any business model is to mimic what chick-fil-a is doing absolutely yeah <laughs> you should definitely do a chick-fil-a <laughs> <laughs> well this news did not come uh with uh, praise and congratulations from you porn of course not who have responded to starbucks's banning of porn on their free wi-fi saying they're gonna stop drinking coffee well <laughs> They are banning Starbucks from their offices, from YouPorn's wow. office, because it is a legitimate, you know, office where of curate yeah. content and stuff. <laughs> they uh, they are banning their products in the same way that the uh, the coffee company did. 
So um, they are uh, they're they're forbidding their employees <laughs> by, to bringing in Starbucks into their office. That's amazing. Yeah, I feel like YouPorn has a lot of shit figured. Like this is probably very like tongue in cheek that. Well, they're gonna ban us. We're gonna ban them, kind of thing. Like I, I, I feel like it's coming from a place of humor. I feel like you're right. But at the same time, like, I don't know. YouPorn, I just feel like as a company has shit figured out. Well, yeah. YouPorn and, and Pornhub. We talk a lot Porn about Pornhub. Porn and Pornhub. Yeah. Um, but yeah, between lists and stats, stats that we always go over at the end of the year. Like I feel like they're the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Porn. The gift that keeps on giving. So, uh, I don't know. I can't imagine watching porn in any kind of public Wi-Fi. I'd feel dirty. Sometimes I feel dirty watching porn at home, let alone <laughs> on public yeah. Wi-Fi. So, uh, I, don't, I don't understand the benefit or the it's, excitement aspect of it. But it's not for us. No. But it shouldn't be for anybody. No, it shouldn't be for anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, so there's that. Just do it at home. Just yeah. do it at home. Just wait the 15 minutes that you get your coffee and yeah. write your novel and yeah. go home and masturbate or, or touch yourself while you're watching porn at the coffee exactly. shop. Do it at home. Do it at home. Yeah. I, I think it would be in the same vein of having sex in public. People are probably still going to do it regardless of whether they're on Starbucks Wi-Fi or not. I mean, people have plans that They'll allow for it. They'll just use cellular data. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't need one to see it personally and i don't need to encourage others to do it like i don't need to see friends of mine having sex at a starbucks like fucking each i other, do right so do. i'm Definitely. okay with them also not jerking it in public <laughs> yeah <laughs> just order your coffee extra hot yeah so you get it take, take it, it home, home wait for it to cool down a little bit so you can drink it in the meantime bang one out yeah. jerk one out rub one out and then <clears throat> continue on with your day yeah do all three in fact in fact and then nailing it <laughs> Let's talk about what's coming up on tonight's show. Please. Uh, we've got a great music discussion uh, brought forward. How, did I say discussion properly? I don't think I did. I, I think, think you said discussion. Discussion. It just came off real weird. It sounded just off in my We got a new music discussion. Discussion. <laughs> we have a music discussion. There you go. There go. Put forward by a wonderful, loyal, incredibly handsome Patreon supporter, Jordan Leach. Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We've got a great uh, sucks to suck batch. Sucks to suck. Come on, Shannon. I, I Sorry, think... I missed a week. I assumed yeah. uh, uh, Christian was going to take care of it. I mean, if you want me to. <laughs> Fucking guys over here. Uh, it's a little work. parched from uh, last week yet, but I think I can do <laughs> it. I assumed I had just been demoted at this point. <laughs> uh, we've got your entertainment update and a BuzzFeed. Would you rather? Fuck yeah. Focus on the holidays because it's coming up fast, guys. Yes. We've got yeah. only a few more weeks until Christmas. Happy ho-ho and some shit. So let's let's we're we're gearing up. Let's do happy, it. Happy happy Jesus birthday. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, save the day for everything pull plug related. You can just head on over to our website ptbpodcast.com and uh, get in touch with us there. Yeah, It'd be great. Shan, what's coming up uh, as the first song in the evening? First song of the night. You mentioned that gem of a Patreon, Jordan Leach, and uh, he's a gem of a patron. Patreon supporter. Yes. Jordan Leach. <laughs> that patron motherfucker. That that fucking money given asshole. So not <laughs> only not an asshole. <laughs> it's just, you know, not it's meant only. as an endearing endearing thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey you cute hey. little asshole. Hey you fucking great asshole. <laughs> Man, if I got compliments on my asshole, that would just make my day. You've received so many compliments on your asshole. Really? Get off of it. I mean wow. 
get off I mean, of by, it. by like people like that, have, like I know. Oh. They've just they've seen it. Wow. Oh, okay. From all the photos I've shared. Well, that's appreciated. Wow. Uh, from all the photos you've shared. <laughs> <laughs> that implies that I've taken secret photos of your butthole. Yep. That's hilarious. <laughs> that, that, is is, that takes skill. That's the funniest thing of that entire and segment Im- there. <laughs> Frightening and impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Frightening and impressive and slightly erotic. So. so the man with the cute little asshole, Jordan Leach, <laughs> <laughs> he not only presented us with our music discussion this evening... But has also requested the first song of the night, a beautiful cover of You and Me. Here's Paul Federici and Jack Jacqueline Van Happen on Pull the Plug. You and me were always with each other Before we knew the other was ever there You and me, we belong together Just like a breath needs the air And I told you if you called I would come running Across the highs and lows and the in-between You and me, we've got two minds that think as one And our hearts march to the same beat And they say everything that happens for a reason You can be flawed enough But perfect for a person Someone who will be there for you when you fall apart Guiding your direction when you're riding through the dark You and me were searching for the same light Desperate for a cure to this disease Well, someday It's far better than others but I feel no fear as long as you're with me They say everything it happens for a reason You can be flawed enough But perfect for a person Someone who will be there for you when you fall apart Guiding your direction when you're riding through the dark they say everything it happens for a reason You can be flawed enough But perfect for a person Someone who will be there when you start to fall apart Guiding your direction when you're riding through the dark Lo, that's you and me Lo, that's you and me Paul Federici and 
Jacqueline Van Happen. You and me cover there, and we are back at Pull the Plug. Woo! Back, bitches. You want to, uh, I think the video that I did for that song is up on our YouTube channel. It sure is. I think YouTube.com slash P2P Podcasts. Yeah, real real nicely done video, oh, too. thank you. Yeah, just some like behind-the-scenes kind of fun stuff. Definitely uh, definitely suggest checking that out. Again, YouTube.com slash PTP Podcast. Speaking of PTP Podcasts on YouTube. Yes. Uh, we record on Tuesday. So this coming up, uh, this upcoming Thursday, Shannon and I are heading on over to one Daniel Forrester's home. Yeah. Residence. He, boudoir. He has made a uh, recurring appearance on PTP Plays. That's right. We're going to be uh, recording. Uh, we're going to be recording us playing some, uh, from what I hear, some Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm excited for how much I'm potentially going to love the game and want the game, and be sad that I can't play the game. So hmm. it'll be fun to right. to get to get that going. I'm just there for some moral moral support and some weird shitty comments. I can't wait to <laughs> lasso up a criminal and drag him behind a horse. There it's gonna be go. fun. It's gonna be like good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the perfect asshole that suggested this. Uh, Oh yeah. This is just this talk. He's not an asshole. I, again, I kind of oh. feel bad. I don't want it to be misconstrued. He's a lovely human being. He maybe has a perfect asshole. I don't know. I don't <laughs> exactly. know him that well yet. But one can we, imagine. We can only assume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so tonight's discussion, yeah, uh, revolves around a favorite album of yours that you have deemed underrated. That you absolutely mm. love it. Um, but it's just seemed to fly under the radar for most. Okay. Yeah. See, I like this because you can you can do it as just like an album that no one's really heard before, but like you just have an affinity for, or it can be an album in like a lineup that you kind of think like people shat on, but you don't really understand why. Yeah. Like there's a lot of different ways you can kind of go uh, take a look at this topic. So. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for it. Do you want to start, Shannon? Can I give some of your albums? Or I certainly can. Yeah? I've, I've pulled a couple here. Excellent. Excellent. Um, now everybody knows Florence and the Machine. Yeah. From mm-hmm. lungs to ceremonials to how big, how blue, how beautiful, and yet she released an album this year, mm-hmm. High as Hope. Right. And I don't think it's getting the play or the love that it absolutely deserves. I would kind of agree with you. Like the album is a great album, but it, but it does it definitely doesn't seem to have the fanfare like you said that a lot of her other her kind of past albums have. Like you don't s- like hear her songs being played as part of like commercials or something. Yeah, like I, I like feel that. like each of her albums have had really big songs come out of it. And um, when I've brought this up in the past, someone actually said, "Well, how big, how blue, how beautiful?" Didn't really, but. Ship to Wreck was played everywhere. It was everywhere, yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, High as Hope is definitely an album that is phenomenal, and it's very Florence, and it's very um, raw and sort of vulnerable, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily a, uh, a deviation of where her albums have been in the past, but, um, and I don't know if people are just, I don't know, not taking to how vulnerable this album is. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm loving it. It's a good. It's a great album. People need yeah. to fucking listen up. Listen up, bitches. Yeah, is what Shannon's saying. Uh, do you want me to do my second one now? Uh, no, let's kind of cycle around. I got one. Um, I think Synthetica by Metric. Okay. Is actually a little underrated. I, I remember when it came out, people were like, "How look how overproduced this album is." Hmm. Um, which it is a very produced album, but I really love it. Like you have really like standout tracks on there, like Youth Without Youth. 
Synthetica. Well, and with um, a title like Synthetica, it kind of comes with the territory that it's a highly heavily produced album. It, it does kind of make sense a little bit. Breathing Underwater is like such a huge radio hit, I know, but like you don't really hear anything else from that album, I, I feel like, on the radio a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really huge, um, huge take for a lot of metric mu- uh, music. And it's very, while still very like synthy and stuff, it has some really great rock elements to it. Um, but it's also like a very weird and like, uh, like experimental almost album in a lot of ways. Like there's some tracks on there. Like they just have like five called reflection tracks. Yeah. And it's just instrumental stuff, and it's awesome. It's really good. And yeah, they really did sort of take a different approach to their album making with that album yeah. and their style even a little bit. I think it worked, but you're right. I think it is underappreciated. Yeah. Shannon, I'm going to let you go next, and then we'll go to Christian. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. s- since we're over to me, uh, as you may have noticed, uh, Briner isn't here with us tonight. He was meant to be, and, you know, fucking internet and shit. Fucking internet, man. <laughs> so uh, he did send uh, his underrated albums, and uh, first one here, Trouble Charger, Maybe It's Me. Ooh. That's a fun one. And then Treble uh, Charger. Where have all the Merrymakers gone? And that's Harvey Danger. Where have I- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not that song. But uh he said both of them have some <laughs> fucking hidden gems on the on those albums and uh are definitely worth a listen. Harvey Danger, definitely. Yeah. That's that's mm. rad. Well, I mean, come on, Trouble Charger? Well, yes, that's true. Yeah. So good. Come on now. Um, and so my second album uh comes from a band called Wild Child. Oh, so um, good. It's uh I don't it, it's one of their more recent albums. Uh, Expectations is their most recent. Um uh, and they had a couple before uh before it come out, but for whatever reason Fools is the album that fucking drew me into this band that okay. um I think it's their third album as a band, but um yeah, I, and even when Expectations came out, I of course had high expectations for the album uh. following Fools. And it was a great album, but for whatever reason, I kept going back to Fools. And I don't know that um, as a band that I don't know that necessarily the, the audiences do go back to that album. Uh, okay. It doesn't have necessarily their hits. OK. Um, but I fucking love it. I think it's great. That's cover great, to cover. I can pick. listen to that album. Right on. Yeah. Christian. Hello. Hello. Your <laughs> underrated album, sir. Oh my god, that scared me. Sorry. Um, I'll <laughs> Were you asleep? No, I'll, uh, I'll just explain later. Um, <laughs> so, with my album, the 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 biggest problem with me, my the album I chose is my age demographic. Nobody understands it because they know, but no one no one grew up with a brother that listened to it, or okay. they just don't know it. Okay. So you guys know who Angels and Airwaves is. Of course. Yeah. And they have a lot of great intru- instrumental and whatnot. Yeah. I Empire is an amazing album for That's me. my boy I right love there. love that album. <laughs> That's my boy. And every time I try to play it for some of my friends, most of them don't like it uh-huh. because they they don't know that that type and style of music so it's like well this fucking sucks and like i love it i love the songs on that album yeah. i listen to it mostly almost every day there's a song that pops up on my shuffle from that album wow that's so, rad i love that you bring up the sort of generational gap or just disassociation from certain types of music yeah. i mean there's still people my age that don't understand the hype 
around like Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yeah. And and there's I don't know it, the generational gap. There there is really a lot to speak to that. Yeah. That it doesn't mean it's not great music. It's just lost on you. And yeah. I don't know. There's there's a certain struggle to finding that music. Mm-hmm. And fully appreciating it is such, uh, I don't know, a beautiful thing. So the fact that you love that album. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I love it. That makes me love you even more, by the way. <laughs> that's Thank a great, you. That's, a, that's <laughs> such a good album. But I would agree. It, 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 it Of their albums, I do think it's underrated. Yeah. Um, it's, absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Oh no! I'm gonna uh, go next. Yeah, I'm done. Right, I'm going. Next. Oh, you're yep. done. I'm done. God damn it! I overprepared. <laughs> oh my god! You overprepared. Uh, real quick, uh, I think uh, positive songs by negative uh, positive songs for negative people by Frank Turner for sure. Uh, with after the, like the massive success that was uh, Tape Deck Heart, um, I think a lot of people kind of pushed it under the ru- under the rug a little bit. Yeah, that's a solid album. So, so please good. give a listen to that. And then even since then, Be More Kind has had some monster hits on it with yeah. big radio play. And uh, you're right. I, I think that album uh, just fell short despite being a great album. It, yeah, for whatever reason, it just never caught on as big as I think it should have. Yeah. So I definitely suggest that one. Uh, Futures by Jimmy Eat World. Very different album, especially after Bleed American. But holy fuck, is it just like a r- awesome rock uh, kind of early to mid 2000s vibe to it. Vibe. Like it's a perfect, like. Uh, snapshot of what like kind of music and people were feeling like at that time um and uh, kiss each other clean by uh um iron and one i i got one more really recent blink 182's newest album without tom delong in it oh uh, california California, yeah i love the music on that album and I, i just feel like nobody's really grabbed onto it see i love that album but i'm and i'm it's like a split with 50-50 with Blink-182 fans because I know Briner isn't the biggest fan of that album um, for for whatever reason. That's totally yeah. fine. Um, but we're both such huge Blink-182 fans and I love that album and he just he can't really get a good connection to it for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but, I would, but I would agree with you as well. Yeah. It's... Uh, I it, think it's an awesome album. They did a good job without having Tom DeLonge on Absolutely. On it. Yeah. And he was a big part of that band. Like a huge part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I like that. Yeah. Good choices, everybody. Fun, yeah. fun. Good job. What do we have coming up next? Well, I was going to say first, if you have any uh, albums that you think uh, should be included in this kind of underrated albums list. Yeah. Uh, please send them, uh, send them over our way. You can uh, find all the different ways to contact us. Over at the website. ptbpodcast.com. Nice little Thank nice you. It's a jingle now. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> nice little jingle. But if you want to, anybody wants to make us a little jingle, I just that'd be did, really great. Justin. No, 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 I, something, something good. Um, <laughs> coming up next, we've, uh, we've got a great uh, batch of some stories where people just flat out suck. Sucks to suck. Nailed it. It's going to be great. Getting but first, better. <laughs> getting better. <laughs> You're almost at Christian's level of yeah, expertise. Almost at that exactly. Level. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we have the King Heat Ensemble here. Ten years on Pull the Plug. i 
Here's the King Heat Ensemble, and we're back. Yeah, I need to... And I feel like you need to do some apologizing. I don't need to apologize. I need to clarify something. I just sat there quietly for the last little while, and I'm like... Justin fucked up. The wheels were turning in my head. I'm like, I feel like you're not right about Briner not liking California. You're absolutely right. So, I... I don't know why I got the two of them mixed up. Briner does love California. He's a big Matt Skiba fan. Ski- hashtag Skiba saves. Yeah. And uh, so I, for whatever reason, got him and our brother Jordan mixed up, who is also a massive Blink-182 fan, by yeah. the way, yeah. but does not like California. And and that's where I was just silent because the wheels are turning in my head and I'm going, well, why would Briner always talk about like how awesome Skiba is if he hates california you know you we could have just hashed that out no i know but i i was so confused that i'm like (laughs) i gotta work this out and then finally all the pieces came together while we were off air so there we have it but i do feel like you owe brander an apology is it apology okay i'll apologize i don't know if it's apology worthy but I i feel like you tarnished his musical taste reputation (laughs) wow 
you and know what? for that, Justin. You know what? I I apologize. <laughs> That's when you put it like that. I can see his look after listening to the first segment, and then the second segment <laughs> is going to be like, oh, "There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the guy knows what he's talking exactly. about." Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I apologize. Brian, so, you're um, right. Jordan, you're wrong. I think but. that was a really easy way to kick off. Sucks to suck. Uh, <laughs> sucks to suck, Justin. Yeah. God you damn it. You made the goddamn list. Oh, shit. <laughs> Number one. Now I need to make a montage of all the time Shannon has sucked on this show. <laughs> That's such a long, <laughs> long montage. Uh, I hope it's a sexy volleyball montage, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Shirtless <laughs> and oiled up. Uh, sucks to suck. Uh, we take a look at a few stories from on the internet where uh, people have been in some unfortunate situations, made some dumb decisions, said the wrong thing. There's definitely that this week. <laughs> Justin? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this first one, this one's from all the way from down under. Oh. Australia. Which we've heard on a sex to suck before we that have. it does not exist. Yeah, <laughs> so that's exciting. I'm uh, we're going from a uh, like an alternate dimension now. Yeah. In the uh, Liberal Democrat Senator David Leonheim, Perfect. I don't know, has uh, in a uh, kind of in a speech in uh, in their courts or whatever has thanked quote young brown men for their contribution to Australia's <laughs> workforce. Oh no! <laughs> in a speech that has been labeled condescending. Uh, the senator wow. uh, paid tribute to uh, young migrants uh, from the subcontinent and the uh, Middle East for, quote, turning up their sleeves at jobs, quote, many other Aussies would turn up their noses at. Let me say thank you to Australia's young brown men. It gets better. Oh. They drive me in their Ubers and taxis. They <laughs> deliver my online purchases, my groceries and my pizza. And they serve me at my local 7-Eleven, at my local service station and my local restaurants. Many of these young brown men have only been in Australia for a decade or so, and they are giving it a go, just like previous generations of young migrants. Well, fuck that guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. A little... Uh, and you have earned Racist of the Year Award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, finished the speech praising the hard work of, quote, young brown men and women for, quote, changing the complexion of Australia Wow, for the better. Sucks to suck. <laughs> right. Nice. Wow, what a guy. A woman who became famous for planning to marry her chandelier. Oh, I remember her. Has revealed her new tattoo dedicated to her fiance, despite already being engaged to the century old chandelier called Lumiere. Brilliant. Wow, that's a sexy name. Amanda Liberty, who is 34 years old, has gone one step further to show how committed she is to her love by going under the needle for about an hour and a half. Uh, she identifies as something called objectum sexual, which means she feels attraction to objects and uh, not people after first falling in love with a drum kit back at the age of 14. Wow. Huh. So it is a a known, I don't want to call it a disorder, that's not the right word for it, but it is a known thing. Complexity. That you, complexity, <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Uh, uh, the fact that she calls him Lumiere, though, it makes me wonder if she... Just fell into sort of the Disney trap of wanting Disney to be real life and well, maybe, thought that yeah. this chandelier would be similar to Beauty and the Beast Lumiere and come to life at some point. Do you think that's possible? Uh, that she's yeah. living in a bit of a, a, a bizarre fantasy world? Well, I was about to ask, can you really be that crazy? But clearly <laughs> you can be. So, yeah. mm -hmm. Does it say where the placement of her new ink happens to be? It's on her vagina. No, it's not. It's on her, uh, it's wow. on her forearm. 
Okay. So, nor, nor, and it's not like this massive, like, it's it's actually a very nice, simple tattoo. Like, okay. it looks very nice. Um, but yeah, it's in, it's in honor of her fiancé. A chandelier. Oh dear. So um, that is the problem. The final uh, final statement is she went on. She since went on to love New York's uh, after the drum kit at the age of fourteen. She uh, since went on to love New York's iconic Statue of Liberty. Mm. Hence her surname being Liberty. Oh no. Because she legally changed it. Because she was in love with the Statue because of Liberty. Because she was in love with the Statue of Liberty. So is she a oh. lesbian? Is that what that means? Or? Okay. Sucks to suck. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, this one, another one uh, being reported by uh, ABC in Australia. Another Aussie story. Another, uh, this is a little awesome. uh, This is a little in-depth, so kind of stay with me, okay? But Ready. it does. It, it's fun along the way. Perfect. So a uh, Car- uh, woman's name is Karen Strobel. Uh, she thought her partner had found the perfect pet for their uh, hobby farm in Western Australia, which is a tall, dark alpaca named Harry. Nice. <laughs> Harry, that's great. That's pretty solid, right? Just, Big fan. This alpaca is cute. Starting I off good. <laughs> I love how this uh, article is written, though. But beneath his furry exterior, Harry was concealing a nearly a near uncontrollable rage. Oh, no. He was a, a, a frequent farter. What? A no? frequent spitter? No. No. He had only been living at his new home in Mount Barker for just over a week when he snapped, trampling Karen into the ground and almost <laughs> causing her mother to suffer a heart attack. Oh, my God. The women feared for their lives, and it was only the quick actions of a neighbor and two local policemen that saved them from the aggressive animal. Uh, the, her partner acquired the alpaca from a, from a work friend and brought him home to their small property. Uh, showed his true colors almost immediately, attacking Miss Strobel on the day of his arrival. <laughs> Uh, ten days later, Miss Strobel's seventy-eight-year-old mother, Pat, was visiting the property, and the two men, uh, two women, rather, were walk, uh, working in the garden. Harry was twenty meters away in the paddock when he suddenly reared up and jumped over the fence. Miss <laughs> Strobel tried to guide him back towards the gate when things escalated. <laughs> She's quoted as saying in the story, "As soon as he got to the gate, he just reared up and smashed me into the ground very violently." He bit me on both arms, and after I instinctively turned over, he bit me on the back of the neck and started to trample me. Oh, my. Harry is not a fan of Miss Strobel. No. Clearly. She got him away and told me to run. Uh, the two women managed to get away from the angry alpaca momentarily, but then he bailed them up in a corner against the house. So he cornered them. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, That's one angry alpaca. Terrified and running on ad- adrenaline, Miss Strobel and her mother began trying to beat him away with a broom and a rake. <laughs> As you do. She said, we really started hitting and pushing him back. We, he would retreat again for a while, but then come at us again. This went on for about an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Wow. And at this stage, he was bleeding out of his nose. Aww. I said to mom, oh, no, poor Harry. And I was really concerned that Harry was bleeding out of his nose. <laughs> For a time, Miss Strobel hoped Harry would let him let up and back away. But then it was just clearly warfare, she said. <laughs> he was spitting blood and everything at us and rearing at the same time. Oh, my God. So can, can you imagine this enraged alpaca bleeding from the face? biting and gnashing and spitting blood everywhere it almost sounds like he has like rabies he's got something going on yeah clearly uh so this the older woman lives with like a heart condition so she clearly (laughs) could have very easily had a had a heart attack uh so they're screaming and going crazy and luckily those screams were heard by a uh, concerned neighbor on the other side of a major highway who who called the police um the police showed up uh were able to uh kind of Get the get the alpaca back into the paddock, and and save the the woman's lives. He got the alpaca alpaca. <laughs> so, I got. Are we wait? Are you just gonna f- skip over that entirely? Got the alpaca 
Alvaca? <laughs> <laughs> you go right to hell. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, what I'm getting that sucks from this. Clearly, it sucks that that alpaca trampled her, but... Yes. She stopped for a moment because his nose was bleeding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you poor thing. You poor You're beating me to death, but your nose is bleeding. Oh, poor yeah. little oh my God. You are some kind of crazy. <laughs> Fuck that alpaca. Sucks to suck. That's the slogan for uh, this week's show. Fuck that alpaca. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if you have any uh, sucks to suck stories you'd like to share with us, or any personal sucks to suck stories, yeah, uh, Justin, like me messing up <laughs> Reiner and my brother's name, uh, you can uh, get in contact with us. Uh, all different ways can be found over at the website p 2 bpodcastcom Next up, <laughs> it's the entertainment update. Yeah, Woo! get stoked, get but pumped, get jizzy. But first, wow, I don't know why. why. I don't know why. Here's uh, comfortably numb by the boys on pull the plug. Not if you can hear me Is there anyone home? Come on now I hear you feeling down I can ease your pain Get you on your feet again Relax I need some information Turn to look, but it was gone. I cannot. 
for your Pull the Plug Entertainment Update. You're just mashing it now. Top five movies at the box office this week. Number five, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, $165 million so far in North America alone. Uh, and it's officially the largest grossing music biopic ever made. No shit. Which is kind of cool. fun. Hey, right on. Fun fact. Worthy of it too. It's great. Yes, agreed. Good Number job. four, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. The crimes uh, of gay wizard Hitler, Shannon. <laughs> 135 million so far. Uh, number three is Creed 2. Number two is uh, the new animated Grinch. Yeah, movie. really? Uh, 200 and, uh, 203.7 million so far. Holy shit. Fucking animated movies That's just kill crazy. it. That's how to do it, yeah. Uh, and then again, another animated that uh, is, I think, just going to continue to keep doing well. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, coming in at number one. Nice. Not yeah. surprising. Nice. Yeah, not surprising at all. Yeah. Not at all. Okay, uh, for opening this week, we have Mary Queen of Scots. Queen of Scots! <laughs> Sorry, I've been doing that every week. It's going to be the last it. week I get to do it. So. I love it. Yeah, you're going to have to do Well, not necessarily. There's no way it's going to be in the top five. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. There's always hope, though. It's true. Um, and uh, continuing, we have Ben is Back. Benny boy. Um, <laughs> Wasn't la- didn't last week Cass say Ben is black? Yes. <laughs> but she said Ben is black, and yeah, I said uh, Brust and Jiner. Brust Sorry and about Jiner. that, Justin. I'm gonna su- <laughs> I'm gonna apologize for that one right now. Brust and Jiner. <laughs> it was pretty good. And uh, finishing that off is uh, Vox Lux. Coming Vox Lux. soon to theaters, December 14th. We've got the Mule, Mortal Engines, and Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which looks which by the fantastic. way is apparently. Incredible. Yeah, that's exciting. Leafs, Leafs just scored. That's why Christian's pooping. Sorry, I'm making poopy noises. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon to theaters December 21st. Bumblebee, Mary Poppins Returns, Welcome to Marwen, They Shall Not Grow Old, and my favorite. All right. Aquaman. Oh, yes. He's actually a very good looking dude. Oh, he my is, God. He's an attractive man. He's just Like, for looking beefy. so <laughs> dirty looking. Like, yeah. You know what I mean by that? So Hairy and just very Bigfoot looking. Yeah. He's a He's very a good looking man. If I could look like him, I'd be happy. Oh, like definitely. He's just okay. a guy. Um, my body. <laughs> real, real quick. <laughs> real quick. I want to talk about the film actually. That they shall not grow old. Mm. Okay. Uh, so this is a a new film that's kind of we'll we'll call it directed. I don't know if that's the right word for it. Uh, by Peter Jackson. He did like Lord of the Rings and right. stuff like that. Okay. So what he did. So his uh studio or one of his studios is called Weta, and they did all like the digital effects for the Lord of the Rings, King Kong, and stuff like that incredible stuff. They also did stuff for like uh, the Planet of the Apes films. And so what they've done is they've taken uh, World War One film footage, restored it, cleaned it up, added color to it, and actually added sound to it. Wow. And, and created a story out have, of it. Yeah, have essentially brought these kind of silent, weird, fast motion, black and white films to a big screen and made them that much more real. And the tagline for it is really great. Like it's just like you know these young men they sacrifice their lives. They did not grow up in a in a colorless, soundless world. And then the trailer just opens and it's these bombs and they've done like voiceover and stuff like that. It's this really incredible and beautiful and kind of moving thing to just watch like the trailer. Yeah. Even I really suggest people watch the trailer. It's going to be like in limited release for theaters. 
Um, but I, as close as it is to Christmas, I really would want to see that in theaters. Like, I feel like that would be a really kind of amazing experience. So, yeah. And for someone like Peter Jackson, I mean, he's had so many successes. I mean, if that, if all of that success has led him to be able to do passion projects like this, I mean, that's just such a gem in the world of filmmaking. Yeah, that's, am- that's amazing. So, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I wanted to kind of give that a shout out and suggest that if you have any kind of interest in all, uh, watch that trailer because it's, it's pretty fucking stellar. For sure. Okay, new releases and movies for December 4th. Yeah. (laughs) There he is. So Uh, proud. (laughs) We have Mission Impossible Fallout, The Nun, The Happy Time, Murders, Murders. (laughs) (laughs) and Operation Finale. Hashtag proud dad. (laughs) Coming soon for movie releases, The Equalizer 2, uh, Colette, Smallfoot, and Peppermint, which just looked really badass. Oh, I ask uh, Je- Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Sadly, loses the Her family. Her family gets murdered, so she fucking trains and like as an assassin. And like goes after the people who killed her family. That's so fucking okay. badass. That looks real cool. That's real badass. So. <laughs> That's something else. Um, new releases and music for December 7th. We got uh, December seventh. Oh, now it's a now it's a, a talk off, is it? <laughs> okay, battle. If you're gonna do it, okay. you better do it right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, um, continuing on, uh, Gucci Mane with uh, Evil Genius. Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane. That, yeah, that's is wrong. That wrong guy, but no, I know. We're but okay. it's kind of worse. That's a uh, little pump, also known as little dump. Um, <laughs> I, uh, next is Ice Cube. Everything's corrupt. That's every. That's literally how it's spelled. So, yeah. then we have Van Morrison with the The Prophet Speaks. That's awesome. AFI with The Missing Man. So excited. John Mellencamp with Other People's Stuff and Brett Young. Ticket till LA. Top five on Billboard.com. Number five, Caution from Mariah Carey. Number four is A Star Is Born soundtrack. Number three, The Greatest Showman. Reimagined, so I don't know what they did different. Remix, but it's back. Uh, Mm. Number two, love from Michael Bublé, and number one on Billboard.com is Delta from Mumford and Sons. That's a great album. Check that album out. It's awesome. Just to point this out real quick, I'm really hoping the Pentatonics returns, (laughs) just to piss Shannon off. Yeah, definitely. It's coming close. It'll be back. I promise. It's that time of year. (laughs) I'm not that lucky. It It makes me so happy. It's my favorite Christmas present. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're in luck. The holidays are coming. (laughs) 22 days. Uh, celebrity birthdays for December fifth. I love oh, it that was, so much. That was pretty. That was sexy. That was great. That had a sexy tone to it. <laughs> Give me that. Boom, boom, boom. That burp, burp, burp. That burp, burp, burp. That burp, burp, burp. Actor Frankie Muniz is uh, 33 today. He Malcolm was, in the middle. Malcolm. Holy shit. Wow. Now I think he like drives race cars. I or think something. he's like a NASCAR driver. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. What so that's fuck? fun. Uh, actress uh, Lauren London is 34. Country musician Gary Allen is 51. And singer Little Richard is 86 today. Amazing. Holy shit. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is your entertainment update. I love it. 
Uh, coming up next, what do we got coming up next, Shannon? Do you know? Like, did I send uh, you this? Buzzfeed. Oh, is it, uh, we it's probably a Buzzfeed got some quiz Buzzfeed. of Would you rather? We got a Buzzfeed. Would you rather? <laughs> but first, John Doherty. I don't <laughs> give a fuck here on PTP. Last time I had it was the best. Last time I had it was the best. Last time I had it was the best I ever had. I won't come out. I won't shave my beard. I don't give a fuck cause you're not here. I won't come out. I won't shave my beard. I don't give a fuck. Shannon. What a classy motherfucker that guy is. Try to give some fucks. So goddamn good. We're back. Yeah, On we attack. Are. <laughs> BuzzFeed, would you rather? 
Do you guys, uh, Shannon, I know the answer to this. Okay. You love Christmas. You love Christmas. I do love Christmas. Christmas. It's my second favorite holiday. After Halloween. Mm-hmm. Correct. So fucking smart. Christian, what are your thoughts on Christmas? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he likes I wish everyone know. could have seen that face. It was so there's a, there's a lot to take in around Christmas, but it's in general a very fun time. Yeah. He likes all the double time uh, hours he gets at work. <laughs> right. That is true, folks. Yeah. I yeah. work straight direct hours on every holiday <laughs> coming around Christmas, either than Christmas. Yeah. Because I have no life. That's right. Money, money, money. Yeah. Well, this is the hardest would you rather Christmas quiz. Okay. Okay. I'll be the judge of that. I mean, that is probably nothing not. with scissor hands and eating. With <laughs> no, you're not. You're not jerking off with uh, with knives for hands. That or was hilarious. That was great. Check that quiz out last week. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> All right. Would you rather? This it starts off pretty tame. Would you rather give a gift or receive a gift? Give. Rather give. Wow. Yep. This is either you're really selfish. Or see, you're trying to make yourself seem cooler than you actually are. Yeah. See, I Shannon. I love the like hunt of finding the perfect gift for people. That's the problem with me. I'm not good at giving gifts, so I would have to say receiving one. Okay. That's fair. You know what? There is nothing wrong by the I, I should say, we should say. There's nothing wrong with saying you'd rather receive a gift. No, it's receiving su- a gift is whoa, Jesus. It's um, super exciting to be able to get something for like that's something that someone has picked out especially for you like that's such a fun moment it's great yeah but i i just personally because of how much i love gift giving um and i'm the person to find that perfect thing for that perfect moment for the perfect person yeah um, see you're excellent at gift giving i yeah. just i love it so much so it is fun too like that anticipation when they're like about to open it and like you see how like stoked they are like yeah. that's an enjoyable moment that's yeah. so much fun yeah to do. but that being said, if you're in someone who's like, I never find the right gift or whatever. That's me. Um, getting a gift is the same, like, just so exciting. Absolutely. I don't know. Um, this is a close one. Uh, 53% of people said they would rather give a gift. Okay. Again, probably some of those How many just... of you out there felt bad yeah. and put <laughs> giving a gift? I'd rather give. Just be honest. Uh, would you rather drink eggnog or drink hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. That's a hard choice. Yeah. Like, are we talking just holidays? Just on the holidays. I, I would say probably just Christmas, like holiday time. I would say holiday time because I think the 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 ambiance has a lot to do with people's enjoyment of eggnog. Yeah. I am going to go with eggnog then because I don't feel it's correct to drink at any other time of the year. I would agree with you on that. I Definitely. love eggnog, but it's not right to drink at any time of the year. No, you don't want it like around Easter. No. <laughs> it's fucking weird. I feel like the uh, the things you spike those drinks with, I prefer eggnog because you put rum in sure. eggnog. Yeah, which And you put awesome. Baileys in hot chocolate. Um, and I prefer rum over Baileys. So sure. that route, but I just can't get into the flavor of eggnog. It's almost too desserty to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Hot chocolate for me, just because I, it, I, it's something I can drink. But if I was gonna spike it with booze, I prefer the rum. All right. <laughs> I think the big thing that eggnog has against it is that it's called eggnog. Yeah, it like sounds a, disgusting. It sounds disgusting. Well, you do make it with eggs. I know, but no, it's the I know. It, it's not the fact that it has the word egg in it. It's the combo- oh, it's the nog. It's the eggnog. <laughs> eggnog. Like it sounds like you got well, phlegm in your throat. Stop saying it that way. Eggnog. <laughs> Uh, 88% of people say they would rather drink hot chocolate. Yeah. Not surprising. Not surprising. No. Uh, would you rather kiss at midnight or kiss under the mistletoe? Mistletoe. 
Midnight? That's New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah I don't understand Are this. we talking New Year's Eve? Are we talking, like, as soon as Santa comes down that chimney? Or Yeah, which are we talking about here? And Big old threesome we should with probably Santa decide that, because that's going to... Midnight only comes once a night. Mistletoe? You can drag yourself... Like, you can nice. you can go back onto the mistletoe as much as you, you want. You can hang it right over the bed and kiss all goddamn night yeah. and kiss other parts of things. Hang it right me. over my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you get to work, Justin. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> kiss Sorry. under my vagina. <laughs> Uh, 60% of people say they would rather kiss under the mistletoe. Oh, yeah. I would have said midnight, by the way. Really? Oh, I said midnight. Yeah, because oh. if we're go- I think if we're going with New Year's, I think that's a very special time to kiss. I feel very special. It didn't special. say New Year's, though. Because yeah. I agree. If it's specific to just New if Year's... If it was New Year's... Then, yeah, the midnight kiss is what you want. But if we're talking, like, Christmas holidays... Oh, God, no. Mistletoe, mistletoe. all the way, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know my answer for this one. Okay. Would you rather listen to Michael Bublé's Christmas album or listen to Mariah Carey's Christmas album? Okay, I fucking hate Mariah Carey. Hello, Michael Bublé. (laughs) There's my choice. An album as a whole, I would probably go Michael Bublé, but all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. That is a great song. It is a it's holiday, so tacky. holiday classic. That's why it's and a I, classic. And I think it's, I don't know, it's partly because of my love for Love Actually as a holiday movie. That okay, I, yeah. I do love that song because of the, the context of the movie. Sure. But album, Michael Buble. He's got such like a he's got like such a great crooner, crooner, yeah, jazzy holiday voice. I gotta yeah. go with Michael Bublé on this one. Yeah. So there we have You're it. going with Michael Bublé. God, yeah. This is split fifty fifty. Interesting. Really, fifty fifty for uh, the the voters on here. Uh, would you rather have a white Christmas or go out of town on Christmas? White Christmas. White for sure. Cause white is right. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh dear. Just kidding. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. <laughs> Just, Loving on, all them uh, young brown men. <laughs> yeah, do you live in Australia? Eighty-two <laughs> percent uh, of people white Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would you rather eat Christmas cookies? I don't know why I said cookies that way. Cookies. <laughs> Christmas cookies. Christmas cookies. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Christmas cookies. I think I'm having cookies. minor strokes throughout so the too. night. Would do you s- rather do eat? Do you smell burnt toast? Oh. Okay, try that again. Would you rather eat Christmas cookies or uh, <laughs> rather eat Christmas cookies or eat candy canes? Candy canes. I don't like candy canes. Wow. Wow, really? Wow. Only like sprinkle on top of hot chocolate. That, and, that and shit's that's, good. I'll put that's the good, whole yeah. like stick in my hot chocolate. I'll stir it because I love that. like a peppermint hot that, chocolate. Like that's good because it melts away in it. Yeah. I just hate sucking on a candy cane. Really? I don't like it. And do you ever? Do you ever accidentally like? Just during the sucking of it, um, like make it sharp. Yeah, and you and then I fucking stab, stab yourself. yourself. Yeah. And see, that's where like I hate that, but that's where like I'll break it off in pieces, and, and like as I'm working, I'll just do little pieces and pop them in my mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not, I, I don't I don't really like cookies, and peppermint is one of my favorite flavors. So Christmas cookies all the way. I'm gonna go with Christmas co- Christmas cookies. Christmas cookies. So cookies. because there's such like I like the feeling of like after uh like a big like Christmas dinner, and you're 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 full. You've maybe had a slight bit too much alcohol, but you're not drunk. But you're just kind of a little bit there. And and you're like so full, but you just see like those like little like nice sugar cookies on the table, and it's just lovely like ambient lighting, 
and you have that. Like, it's just nothing better. And it hits the spot. Like nothing to me like screams Christmas more. Like I, I can, I'm visualizing that environment and I can smell it right now. Yeah, and it's wow. glorious. Well, I'm not a big Christmas guy, but that is glorious to me. There you go. So Christmas cookies is all the way. And uh, users of the quiz are, are agreeing with us. 89% say Christmas cookies. Wow. Which, that's kind of surprising, that's actually. That's a lot. That's a, that's a big difference there. Yeah. Uh, just a few more, two more to go here. Uh, bu- 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 would you rather make a Christmas wish or a New Year's resolution? New Year's resolution. Right. Because wishing is stupid. Yeah, wishes don't do anything. A resolution is something that you can like act upon. Mm. A wish is just you being greedy and hopeful. But what if you could like wish for happiness in your family or something? Shame. Good fucking luck. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> think of that. Think of that. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I think probably a New Year's resolution because I got a lot wrong with me. <laughs> I need to fix something. Aww. I need to fix something. I think a wish ain't going to fix anything. It's going to be have to be me acting upon it to fix yeah. it. Yeah, and I think a yeah. resolution, just having something that's actionable that you're not like hoping, yeah. hoping is going to come true. Like, no, a resolution, if you set your goals and set your mind to it. It'll happen. You can make it happen. Yeah. So. Very right. true. Uh, 73% of people say make a Christmas wish. I don't know why. Fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. The most difficult question ever asked on Pull the Plug ever. Here we go. You better not disappoint me. Would you rather watch Elf or Home Alone? Oh my God. Home Alone. (laughs) Shit. uh, To be fair though, that is a... That's a, it's a not like a, that doesn't question. come lightly. No, and I think for me, Home Alone just holds the nostalgia factor a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. Elf is a phenomenal movie, and if you looked at it like beat for beat and like storytelling and everything else, like yeah, do you know what? Elf is a lot less like murderous. Um, <laughs> it's a lot less murdery. Can I add another movie in there? Sure. The Grinch. Jim carries. Jim carries the Grinch. <sighs> just to make it even harder. In that case, I would go Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Oh no shit! I think yeah. I would. Like really? I'm not yeah. gonna lie. If that if The Grinch was in here, that would be my choice. But with the two, we normally watch Alf every year because I love. I just I find Will Ferrell the funniest guy on this show. Sure, of course. See, yeah. that's hard because I watch almost every classic Christmas movie yeah. every year. <laughs> well, that's the same with Home Alone. I watch it every year. It's just I get so much more. I don't know why I get so much more laughter out of his comedy that's fair so i would have to go with but well all in all jim carries the grinch is the best christmas and see comparing Mm -hmm. those two is difficult too because like you just said elf is a comedy where home alone isn't yeah no it's it's not it's a it's a yeah what do you even classify it's like a serious comedy because it's funny to see the guys get hurt but it's all very serious and sad. Yeah, I like would, I don't know. I would think I would maybe classify it a comedy, but it's like it w- it's a dark comedy. Dark, maybe, okay, that, dark like, comedy. But at the same time, that's like that's a light dark comedy though. Yeah, it's not Cause, very because there's no one dying in that sexist stuff. No, but <laughs> I don't know. I I don't. Cl- I wouldn't classify it as a comedy in the same vein that you would classify Elf as a comedy. I want to see what IMDb classifies uh, Home yeah. Alone as here, because uh, I don't know. I've got I, I'm of the opinion that uh, 
it's 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 got to be a comedy. Like, what else are you going to classify it as? Yeah. There's no other word. That's a well, fucking adding the Grinch to it. I think personally, I would go Home Alone still, be, and it's purely, I think, nostalgia. However, I'm going to throw a wrinkle in mine. Yep. I would have a very difficult time choosing between Home Alone and The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. No, that's a hard one. Because for me, yeah, that that to me, it just resonates on like so many different levels. It's just that's fair. Um, for, so for for me, no no Christmas movie will ever touch Christmas Vacation. For me, it See, is that just one I can throw ultimate. to the side. And I'd never remember it. Yeah, because I don't know. It just doesn't hit anywhere. Interesting. Which yeah, for me, nothing will ever touch it. Yeah. So IMDb classifies it as a comedy. Uh, family comedy because it is a family comedy. comedy. Same okay. with Elf, comedy, family, fantasy. Yeah, it's it's not a yes, it's funny, but it's not like dark in any way. It's not really dark. Like yes, but it's not a hurt. comedy in the same way that Elf is. No, no, oh, Elf is very childish. There's so many layers to this to a certain extent to because certain even extent. as an adult, you're enjoying it. So yeah. it's not. Kid like God, this it's, is like some inception. Oh, <laughs> that's trippy. But yeah, is there a right or a wrong answer between those two? I would go Home Alone. I'm gonna Christian. say Home Alone will take it. Ooh, I don't know. I am gonna go with Elf. I would, Elf's got a lot, of, a lot of passion. But the Grinch overall. <laughs> I I do so. think Elf is gonna take it. Yeah, I do. I I I love Elf. All right, guys, you ready? Yep. I think so. This is a very close. Yeah. Is it like one. a 49-51? It's a 52-48. Oh, Ooh. I think Elf has it. With 52% Home Alone. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Okay, no, I did not expect... I mean, I love that they're that close. Um, I'm guessing it's the nostalgia. It's, I, it's yeah. probably the nostalgia. Yeah, I'm definitely. guessing. It's people my age taking this quiz. <laughs> I'm like, that's going to be a really... And I'm going to get this list ready, so no one please look it up. Like, whoever's going to be on the show. Maybe for the Christmas show, we're going to do like a top 10... Christmas, Christmas movies. Oh, okay. Like kind of looked like on like Ranker? Ranker or something like that. I can already see all three of the movies we just. No, actually, all five of the movies we just talked about. Yeah. will definitely that list. be on there. Yeah. I think so, but I'm interested. Like, user-generated votes. What number one will be? Yeah. All right. Yeah. We, we'll, make, we'll make a fun game out of that. So we nobody can't look. It up. look. We can't look. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right. Our last song of the evening here. Simon Brooke from Ariana Gillis on PTP. Oh, the same things I think about. I think about them all the time. And the same things that I think about. I think about you, Simon. My dear Simon Brooke. Oh, the same love I
you died in the war four years ago But I didn't believe when they told me so They told me wrong, I know, I know My dear Gillis there with her song Simon Brooke and that's gonna close us out for another PTP. What a fun fucking show. It Hell was. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Tons Absolutely. of fun. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, you can save a day with everything Pull the Plug related. Uh, just please head on over to our website. PTPpodcast.com. There's uh, links to our uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that fun stuff up all there. All that jazz. Uh, we've got a great contact form on there. If you uh, have any suggestions, comments, criticisms, probably lots of criticism. Discussion topics Discussion like topics. Uh, Jordan Leach brought us tonight. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much, sir. And thanks again to uh, you as well as Phil Marks on Patreon. Marcus. Oh, Marcus. Marquez. <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Phil. <laughs> oh, you're an absolute legend for putting up with this nonsense. Um, if you really want to support the show, um, you can head on over to patreon.com slash P2P podcast. And for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can get a little uh, shout out. You can have yourself called an asshole, apparently. <laughs> Become a legend yourself. That's right. <laughs> um, if you can't do that, you can uh, leave us a far, uh, five-star rating on iTunes. That is a huge huge thing for sure um even if you don't think it's a five-star show yeah leave the five-star reviews <laughs> lie to itunes give us a five-star review and then in your comment be like hey you should do this this and this and we'll i'll check that that's totally. fine but that really helps with a kind of pushing the show up and getting it a little bit more popular so we would really appreciate that absolutely so, good times and finally uh we do have an amazon affiliate link Link is in the uh, the description, the show notes, uh, which you can find at the uh, on the blog as well. But it's it's super easy. You click on that link, it takes you to Amazon. Go about your shopping. Go about your shopping. You can change your country if you're not in Canada. It's totally fine. Doesn't matter. And uh, you buy something, no change to you at all. Some change to us. But we get <laughs> we get some change. We get uh, a little kickback uh, somehow. Yeah. I don't know how it works. The internet we'll, we'll doing see. things. <laughs> That's right. 
Um, so yeah, please head on over. All that information again can be found at the website. P2Bpodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, kids, don't trust a llama. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was different. I was waiting for keep <laughs> masturbating. But uh, uh, keep them nuts and flaps sweaty. <laughs> And keep masturbating. <laughs> oh, that worried me. <laughs> Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye.